Hello, hello. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a life coach helping overwhelmed women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today, I want to get back to the topic of overwhelm and talk about the consequences of overwhelm. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about living intentionally. For me, the opposite of feeling overwhelmed and spinning and spiraling in the feeling of overwhelm is to live intentionally and to know what you want to do and to decide and to make decisions and honor them. That is the opposite of feeling overwhelmed. However, before you can get to the intentional life, you have to conquer that overwhelm that you're in right now. So in diving into this topic today, we have to go back to the feeling of overwhelm and where it comes from. If you've listened to the first few episodes, you'll remember that the feeling of overwhelm comes from your thoughts. Thoughts like, I have so much to do. I don't know where to start. I'm not sure what to do first. I should have said no. I don't like that I agree to this many things. I took on too much. When you think that way, you feel overwhelmed. Then you take action from the place of feeling overwhelmed. And maybe you do things like tackling small things just to feel accomplished but not what you actually wanted to do. Because the opposite of feeling overwhelmed is to feel confident, accomplished, intentional, calm, grounded. You have this knowing of what it is that you want to take on and get done. And then you do that with a calm energy. However, when you're feeling overwhelmed, everything feels frantic. So everything that you approach is with this frantic, stressed, rushed energy. And then you might do something and then think that that wasn't enough and there's so much more to do. You keep spiraling and spiraling until you give up and decide that tomorrow will be a better day. In doing that, you're suffering the consequences of overwhelm. So in thinking about this idea, I came up with a list of what the consequences are. What are the consequences of feeling overwhelmed and acting from a place of feeling overwhelmed? You don't get to become the calm version of yourself that you want to become. You don't make progress on your goals or even your daily to-do list. You beat yourself up if you do make progress because it won't ever feel like enough. You stay stuck in the cycle of not knowing what to do and you never trust yourself when you do accomplish things. You judge yourself for what you do in a day. You judge yourself for what you don't do in a day. You judge yourself when you do even the small things, you constantly feel like it's not getting you closer. You're not doing enough. You judge everything that you do and you beat the heck out of yourself because in your mind, it's like, well, this isn't enough. I still feel like I have so much more to do. The thought I have so much to do is creating that feeling of overwhelm and stress and frantic energy. And then you stay in that. You stay in that thought loop. You don't trust yourself to take action, so you don't take action. Or you take action that's not creating the result that you want. You're taking action with the thought, I have so much to do. So you're not feeling good about anything that you do. Another thing you do is you say yes to everyone else but yourself. And so a consequence of overwhelm is that You're helping other people achieve the things they want to achieve and you're constantly saying no to yourself. You're staying stuck in this 
feeling of needing to be validated by doing things for others because you at least think, well, if I'm doing something for somebody else, then that's doing something. It counts, right? (laughs) But then you're not doing the things that you want to do. It feels like you're getting that hit, that like dopamine hit of accomplishment from the action that you're taking, but you're putting yourself further and further away from your desired results. So if those are the consequences and we don't want to suffer from those consequences, what do we do? That's what I'm going to be sharing with you next. Okay, let's dive into these. Number one, you imagine yourself not feeling overwhelmed. I want you to take yourself to the version of you that doesn't feel overwhelmed. What's the opposite feeling of overwhelm for you? Maybe it's calm. Let's say it's calm. How would the calm version of you approach your to-do list? When you feel calm, usually you don't rush around and and constantly spiral and think that you're not doing enough and <laughs> and just do a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here and a little bit there. No. When you feel calm, you approach your to-do list in a totally different way. You know what it is that you need to do first. How would that version of you answer when someone asked you to do something? If someone said, hey, could you do this right now? If you're feeling calm, what would you say? How would you answer? You know what you need to do because you're grounded. You're aware of what it is that's important, what matters most, what's first. And you show up in that energy. Two, you practice one thought that gets you into action. When you thought about the future you and you imagined not feeling overwhelmed, what did you feel? And going back to like, you probably felt calm, you probably felt grounded. Did you feel intentional? What thoughts got you there? Here are some examples. I know exactly what I need to do today. I know what tasks help me make progress. I know what to say no to. I know what my big goal is and I take steps to honor that. Here's an example. If your big goal is to have an organized home, you know what areas need organizing to get you there. You're not thinking when you're feeling calm and grounded. You're not thinking, well, I have to do everything. I'm going to have to start with the basement and then I have to go to the attic and I, I really need to do my closet and I probably need to do the kitchen and I also need to do like my makeup and... <laughs> No, you know exactly where to start. You know what areas are the most stressful for you. You know what areas that if you started there, you would feel much better. It would make your life easier. It would make everything simpler because tackling that is the thing that consumes so much of your mind. So you would start small. You would take action and you would honor yourself when you do. This moves into step three. You practice trusting yourself. To do this, you acknowledge the things that you do accomplish. You let the little things count. You give yourself a compliment when you do something you've wanted to do. Drank eight ounces of water first thing this morning. Great. I honored myself today by doing something that's good for my body. 
That's something that I've wanted to do. Got outside for a walk. Excellent. I moved my body today. Organized the junk drawer. Perfect. I'm on track to organizing the whole house. Like you let every little step of the way count. What we're so used to doing is saying that the little things don't count. What does it matter? I mean, you know, I need to drink eight ounces of water anyway, or I should probably go on a walk anyway. Like I should be doing that anyway, or I shouldn't even have this junk drawer as an issue. It should already be organized. We constantly beat ourselves up because we say, well, I should already know to do this. Of course. I mean, like this is just part of my life. It should be part of my life. Instead of saying, I did that and that's pretty dang good. (laughs) And I'm proud of myself for doing that. That is awesome. The more you acknowledge yourself and you compliment yourself and you honor yourself, the more you trust yourself. Right now, you don't trust yourself because you don't think that anything that you do is enough. You don't think that what you're doing is good. You don't think that you have what it takes to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish and no longer feel overwhelmed and frazzled and stressed. You don't think that you can get there. You don't trust yourself to get there. So the more you take these steps and the more you acknowledge them, the more you will learn to trust yourself. Because that is underneath all of this. Accomplishing things, that's great. I mean, it's fun to do and it's awesome to reach your goals and accomplish the things you want to accomplish. But more than that, it feels really good to trust yourself. It feels good to know that you have what it takes to honor yourself, to believe that you are enough, that you can achieve the things that you want to achieve. That is the goal of this and that feels so much better than just checking off a to-do list. Trust me. (laughs) And lastly, you let what you got done in a day be enough. You can't keep beating yourself up for not doing enough. I'm going to keep saying this. Staying in that place isn't going to motivate you. You think it is. We think, you know, the more I beat myself up, the better I'll be. If I just am harder on myself and harder on myself, like then I'll get into action and I'll be motivated. No. The only way to feel accomplished is to acknowledge what you've done and let that be enough for a day. Recognize what you have done. Acknowledge it. Notice it evaluate your day and say, man, like these are all the things that I got done and that feels good. And let the little things count. Let cooking dinner for your family and getting outside and moving your body and drinking a lot of water and choosing healthy foods over junk. Let that stuff be enough. Count it. Because when you start to count those things, then the bigger things are even more fun Because then it's just like, well, if I did the small thing, then the more small things I do, then I can do bigger things and bigger things and bigger things. It's exciting. You feel good about yourself. Lastly, recognize what's realistic. So the more you understand yourself and know what you can do in a day, the better you'll be at making progress. It's not about doing a million things in a day. It's about doing a few things each day that add up. Letting the few things be enough for a day. Noticing that you cannot go and conquer the world in a day. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. You have to look at what your life looks like. How many kids do you have? What is your work schedule like? What is 
you know, just like what is life right now in this season of life and what is enough for a day? What can I accomplish in a day? If you are home by yourself and you have no kids and no spouse and just nothing but you to focus on, you might can accomplish more than somebody who has two young kids that need a lot of attention that, you know, want snacks and a full-time job and a husband and all of these things that are part of your life. When you have all of that stuff, you don't necessarily have as much time as someone who has none of those things. So recognize that it doesn't mean that you can't do anything. You can do a lot of things. Learning to manage your mind and manage your time is something that I talk a lot about and I'm really interested in sharing more about. But before we get to that, we have to acknowledge where we are in this season of life, what is possible to do in this season of life, and then acknowledge and recognize and honor the things that you do in a day. Because the more you do that, the more you'll do, the more you'll want to do, the more you'll want to take more action. You're going to inspire and motivate yourself in doing that. I promise this is how it works. (laughs) The more you do, the more you want to do. The more you beat yourself up, the more you'll stay stuck. That is, I mean, that's really, to me, like, that's the point. The point is learning to trust yourself and honor yourself and acknowledge what you're doing. Believing in yourself and shifting from beating the heck out of yourself to loving yourself and taking action from that place. It's so much better. I promise. So those are the consequences of overwhelm and that's how you handle it. That's how to not suffer from the consequences of overwhelm. If this resonates with you and if you feel like, man, learning to trust myself would be so amazing, learning to acknowledge myself and not constantly beat the crap out of myself would be nice. I actually would want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. Then let's work together. That's what coaching is for. That's the progress we make one-on-one. The things that we can work on together one-on-one is so much more than what I can share with you in this podcast because I can actually see your brain. I can see what thoughts are constantly swirling around and we can learn to shift those. You can learn to practice thoughts that serve you and let go of the ones that you've been holding onto for so long because the good news is your thoughts are optional and you get to keep the ones that help you make progress and help you love yourself and you get to let go of the ones that don't. So if that's interesting to you, if you want to learn more, reach out. You can find me at kristenalana.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-A-L-A-N-A-H.com. Or you can find me over on Instagram at underscore kristenalana. I am there. I'm in my Facebook group, Overwhelmed to Intentional. There's lots of places you can find me and reach out with more questions if this is something you're interested in. So that is that for this week and I'll talk to you next week.